Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Uh, thank you so much for tuning us in, turning us on. And, boy, I want to thank everybody out there for listening to Transformation Talk Radio all weekend long. Uh, some amazing interviews, conversations, and actually Dr. Ronnie was part of that, Dr. Ronnie Deleuze joining us here today. Uh, Dr. Enid Haller is, uh, uh, it, 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 <laughs> I it again, Haller is, uh, joining us as well, because we're taking on a big topic, Benny. Big, huge, epic. Uh, but before we do, how's Mr. Benny today? Doing all right, Pat. And uh, yeah, you uh, soak your little dogs there. It must have been a busy weekend there last weekend at the Northwest Women's Show. My little dogs were so sore last Aww. night. I'm telling you, they were like doing that dog howl. You ever hear <laughs> a, a bloodhound? <laughs> I, I do, actually. Yeah. They were just howling up the storm, howling, howling, howling. Maybe Dr. Ronnie could tell me for what to use when you have shoes that are too tight and you're on your feet all weekend. Um, but, yeah, it was a great weekend. I want to thank all of the hosts out there and the guests and everything that folks did. You know, I want to thank everybody on the Dr. Pacho team um, that uh, showed up, the street team that showed up, the panel members. Um, it was very, very, very cool. Everybody pitched in. Uh, Michelle and Kamisha, Heather and Jessica, pushing all the right buttons, making things work. I want to shout out to WBOQ, Chris and the team um, out of Connecticut, Rhode Island, and New York, who broadcasted the entire weekend. And so a big thank you and hug to them. Uh, And, you know, part of this is fulfilling your soul's destiny, so to speak. You know, what is it about each of us that calls us forward? Well, I want to tell you, today you're going to get to hear from two people. Um, You're going to get to hear from Dr. Haller and Ronnie, uh, Dr. Ronnie Deleuze. And we're talking about something that I asked Dr. Ronnie to come back and talk about with me, and that is Lyme's disease. It's It's complicated history, uncertain future. The natural health and detoxing expert, my buddy, Dr. Ronnie Deleuze, is going to give us some insight, but she is joined by someone here that not only has taken on for herself the, the vision and the mission of making sure that everybody understands what Lyme disease is all about, but has some personal experience with it. Uh, Dr. Howler uh, is somebody that is joining us here today, uh, opened up a private, uh, private practice, uh, is an incredible, incredible expert on Lyme disease. She writes about it. Uh, she's the author of several books and screenplays. She's working on a book on the Lyme disease epidemic. And I need to tell her if she wants to talk to me about it, come on down. But today we're talking about not only what the history is, but what's happening to help uh, cure people, eliminate Lyme disease, and why it is one of the trickiest 
trickiest of tricky things um, uh, that can happen to your body, how it works. And this show is about not giving up. It's about keeping, you know, keeping that hope gene working for you. Uh, thank you both for joining us here today, Dr. Ronnie, uh, Dr. Haller. Thank you both for joining the show. Thank you for having us. You know why I'm so passionate? Tell me, Dr. Ronnie. I'm so passionate about Lyme, and I'm so happy to have Dr. Haller with us because one of the things that I've run across in years that I've been doing this kind of work is the vagueness of this condition. And most clients that I see on the island with this condition, believe it or not, it starts off with this neurological, psychological uh, symptoms that they have. The symptomatology is all over the place, and it's so complicated that you just can't rely on one doctor. You have to have many doctors. And the problem with Lyme today, of course, we all know it's political, and we'll talk about that a little bit with Dr. Holler. But I want to talk about the clinical diagnosis was so complicated for me that it allowed me to reach out to psychiatrists. It allowed me to reach out to immunologists. I had to reach out to chiropractors. I had to reach out to all these different doctors out there to try to understand the complexity of this disease. And it's still complex. It's not getting any easier. And because of that, we have to have support groups around the country. We have to have people like Dr. Holler that put, she has Lyme disease and she's passionate about it and she's willing to give up the time that she has, even though she's struggling with this illness herself, to help so many people out there in the world with this disease that doctors are not diagnosing correctly. Mm. That's why I'm passionate about this, so I can help people to understand this illness. It's complex, it's growing, and they need help. And the way I help my clients that come into the retreat has to do with their immune system so that they can take the medication that they need, but they can't even survive that medication if they don't take care of their bodies first. They have to learn how to clean up their bodies. They have to learn how to eat nutritional food, keep their immune system healthy and strong so that they can survive the medication that they're going to be given. And, and by the way, sometimes they're given three or four or five different medications. Three or six months later, they're on new medication. So we have to understand that the condition changes all the time, and sometimes they get better, but a lot of times, Dr. Pat, they don't get better. Sometimes they get worse. Mm. So we have a long way to go with this illness. And, you know, all the things that people know about Lyme's disease is changing as we speak today. So it's almost like you forget about all the old stuff you used to know about Lyme disease. This is a new Lyme disease. This is a new day. Mm. I it think is. that's true, yes. Yeah. Dr. Haller, I would love for you to give us a, a snapshot where we've been, where we are, yeah. and where we're going. Because, you know, we're talking about a disease that actually isn't really listed as a disease, I don't think, anywhere anymore. You know, chronic Lyme. You know, right? yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like I you do. get the tick bite. Yeah, you go, yeah. You go to, you, within a two-week period, you get the tick bite, you go get the antibiotics, but if you don't see the tick bite, right. and let's say five, six, ten years later, this right. thing comes up, there's no yep. place for you to go with that. Well, there is a place for you to go now. I don't know. Right. Uh, I think it's, it's gotten a lot better in the last few years, uh, thank God. 
but um, it's only because of the advocacy groups that have risen up, you know, because there's so many sick people that were not getting the proper help. So everybody has really um, uh, gotten groups together all over the country, and the support is, is wonderful. And that's why I wanted to become a part of it, because when it strikes you and your family, um, and then you have to go on a mission to find out, what am I supposed to do now? I have this strange disease that nobody is really acknowledging that this is a chronic state of this disease, because when my family... Uh, my husband and my daughter, we all moved to Martha's Vineyard from New York City four years ago. We were all infected by the ticks, and no one even mentioned one thing to us that there was anything like this chronic Lyme problem, or even that we were supposed to go and get on antibiotics if you get bit by a tick. It's a very, very serious situation, especially here in Martha's Vineyard, because um, it is like ground zero here for Lyme and Nantucket as well. So, and we're not sure why that is, but there are um, a high percentage of uh, ticks here on the island. Um, not only can you get chronic Lyme, there are five other co-infections that you can get now. So it's, it's kind of morphed into other things like your ehrlichiosis and Babesia and Bartonella. And these are all co-infections that have to be treated in a separate way from Lyme disease. So it's, these are all carried by the ticks now. And that's the other whole piece of the puzzle that people are starting to um, understand. Um, the, the reason why I say that you can carry this disease and not know it is it's called the great imitator, and it very much like syphilis. In fact, it looks like syphilis under the microscope. It looks like a corkscrew. Spirochete is it called uh, Bergdorfi. Borella Bergdorfia is the actual name of this uh, bacteria and that causes and, uh, Lyme disease. Um, these spirochetes drill into pretty much any part of your body, into your brain, your heart, and any organ, and very difficult to get out if not treated right away. If it goes over a year, uh, if you carry this disease for over a year, it turns into a chronic situation, which takes uh, several years to reverse. And the things that, that people must realize is that our regular doctors are, have not been allowed to treat chronic Lyme. That's true. They're not, they haven't been allowed to acknowledge that it exists, but they're not trained to know what to do about chronic Lyme. So you have to go to a Lyme literate doctor. They exist. Um, they're all over the country, but you do have to search and find the right one for you. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's the closest doctor to you, but there are wonderful websites like the CALDA, is California Lyme Disease Association, which lists the, the uh, Lyme literate doctors. There's a wonderful organization um, called ILADS, which I belong to. That's the International Lyme Disease and uh, Associate Disorders. Um, those are uh, all the Lyme literate doctors are members of ILADS. Um, that's I L L A D S, and you could go to their website. So if you suspect that you are, have been bitten and have never seen a bullseye rash, that doesn't even matter anymore. There's a very small percentage uh, that even know that they've been bitten. But if you're in a uh, tick-infested area or you know that Lyme disease is known to be in your area, you have to be really cautious about walking in the woods and not, being, um, not understanding, basically, that these things are everywhere now. They're in every state. They're not just in New England. Uh, and, and Lyme disease is an epidemic proportions now across the country. 
a wonderful movie that I would suggest that if people are interested in learning about Lyme disease, is called Under Our Skin. Yes, and we actually featured that movie uh, when it first came out. Uh, okay, we great. featured it. We helped in the uh, in initial screening. Let's hold that thought um, oh. for when we come back, because I want people to understand about the film and about what this is. Yeah, oh, my gosh. Dr. Ronnie DeLuce joining me here today. Uh, Dr. Howler, when we come back, you know, here's something to contemplate. I want to leave everybody with a little thought before we bug off here for a minute, as I would say. I love that term. No pun intended. Um, uh, I, I would like to ask everybody what you think. How How significant... Do you think the increase in Lyme disease has been, just a joke, just, just in sort of for you to just note down, uh, how significant over the past five years from 2000 to 2009, can you guess the percent of cases increased? Uh, if you can, call into the show and we will give you a copy of Ronnie's book, 1-800-930-2819. We'll be right back. Cancer is complex. Chemotherapy is no longer just enough. You need doctors with an integrative, holistic approach supporting you. Your immune system, emotions, and healthy cells need all the help they can get through nutrition, immunotherapy, IV vitamin C, and more. At Holistique Medical Center, you find it all. Dr. Darvish, the medical director, is the only doctor in Washington formally trained in integrative cancer therapies. Visit Dr. Darvish at drdarvish.com. That's drdarvish.com. What would you say if you could change your vibrational frequency as a result of changing your thoughts and making different choices? People often feel trapped in their daily grind and experience stress, fatigue, disappointment, anger, and feel they have no way out. Awaken to your sacred self and let the grace of the essence of gratitude flow through you by experiencing our 365 messages of gratitude. Today's gratitude message for you is Gratitude is the bridge which makes possible for creation to appear in all its forms. Let this message be infused in your heart throughout the day. Record your experience in a gratitude journal and become more aware of the power of gratitude in your life. To get your own daily messages, visit our Gratitude Living Boutique at explorationgratitude.com. Hey, Mary, I haven't seen you in so long. You look so different. What happened to your glasses? Did you have surgery? Whoa, I never noticed how blue your eyes are. No, I didn't have surgery, and I don't have to wear glasses anymore. I searched the internet, and I found a website. It's called bettereyesightnow.com. It is the best thing I have ever done. There's a program called Regaining Your Vision Naturally. And, oh, by the way, it helps reduce stress. You should check it out. And you might be able to get rid of your glasses. Go to bettereyesightnow.com. Chat with Natalie. Getting to Know Yourself is a hit radio show to help you understand your existence and purpose here on Mother Earth. During the show, Natalie's passionate delivery and spot-on guidance will empower you to realize that you are absolutely perfect. Natalie and her special guests will help you raise your vibration, tap into your innate wisdom, and provide unprecedented solutions to whatever you're facing. Whether it be energy healing, holistic health, spirituality, on-air readings, and energy attunements, your life will be forever changed for the good. 
Join Natalie and her guests each week as together you tap into the wisdom of the Akashic Records and channel information from her Council of Isis and other Ascended Masters. Tune in every Friday at noon Pacific time for Chat with Natalie, Getting to Know Yourself on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Visit HealingIsis.com for a complete show schedule and to book a session with Natalie. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. I mean, honestly, you're not going to be able to shut us up about this show. You know, Benny's trying to get our attention to tell us we're coming back from break uh, because it is a topic that's near and dear. Why is it near and dear? Well, you know, you're talking to people on the show that actually have taken the Lyme disease journey. So what you're hearing is a combination of uh, information that is out there and available to you, and then you're healing and hearing about information that is not. Dr. Ronnie DeLuce joining us here today. Uh, Dr. Yuned, um, um Holler joining us here today. And here's what I want to say, Dr. Holler. I want you to continue your conversation because, you know, we, you know, we need to get to that place. But that percentage that I threw out there and that I said, you know, what do you think the percentage is um, uh, in increases uh, in Lyme disease by state from 2004 to 2009? We don't even have the latest information to bring us up to 2012. But 2004, 2009, um, according to the U.S. Centers for Disease Control, um, what do you think that percent was? What do I think that percent was? Well, it was 94% increase. 94% increase. And we know that that is often, that we Thank know God. that the CDC is low. Well, I'm, I'm just glad that they're reporting some high numbers finally, you know, because they weren't for the longest time. That's not even high enough. Uh, I mean, 94%, is that what you're saying? Yeah, 94% increase. Yeah. Increase. That's almost a hundred percent increase. Yeah, it's huge. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and but that's good. I but mean, I think I'm, it's higher than that. I think it is way higher, than, higher that. than that. Yeah, I mean, I can't speak for the other states, and I think that the the producers under our skin did do the actual research a little bit, you know, oh, to yeah. find out. And they and I think those statistics in that movie are um, are just showing the the rapid growth. You know, uh, if you remember the map that they show in the movie that of the blackness that keeps. You know, they had a progressive black um, sort of film over the United States and how fast this disease has grown just in the last 10 years. It's, it's um, the amount of uh, people are, are still naive in the sense of believing that, well, I don't have any deer in my backyard, so I must not get, have, be able to get Lyme. Well, the, the ticks are on little mice, they're on rats, they're on any kind of little rodent animal, they're on birds, which migrate. Um, and some people are even, there is some, you know, evidence coming back that they might, the Lyme spirochete might even be in mosquitoes. So it's like, mm. this is much bigger than people thinking about a little, you know, let's kill the deer, you know, which is like a little ridiculous, right? Yes, they don't realize how widespread it is. They yeah. don't realize that it disseminates through the body, that it gets into the tissues. Mm-hmm. They don't realize how far it travels and how deep it goes into the tendons, into the muscle and the heart and the brain. They, it's an epidemic. They still think it's a rare disease. It's not a rare disease. There, it's an epidemic. 
Okay. Yeah, and the reason why they mm-hmm. call it the great imitator is because it looks like every other disease practically. Exactly. Um, and it can be misdiagnosed immediately. Not only the doctor's not trained to see these symptoms or understand mm-hmm. the Lyme symptoms, but they are misdiagnosing every day, if, like with MS or, or arthritis, or yeah. rheumatoid arthritis, right. or mm-hmm. all, even Alzheimer's and you know, some of Parkinson's, these exactly. all can look like Lyme disease because there is a tremor that you can develop. You know, mm-hmm. if you watch the movie, you'll see how that uh, people usually do get some paralysis in their face in advanced stages, and they do have a tremor in their hands. And it's, uh, but I think that all in all, it's, it's, a, um, it's a strong neurological disorder because it gets in your brain and really doesn't allow you to function very well. Then it kind of backs off and lets you function uh, for a month, and you think you're fine, and then it comes back again the next month, and then exactly. you're sick again. So it's, it's this constant sort of ebb and flow of symptoms that seem to get worse with time, and if not treated correctly, really can destroy a person's life and eventually will not let them function any, any longer, and then death. I mean, people have died from Lyme disease, and uh, if you watch the movie, you'll see that as well. But um, I, I think that the best, the best thing that people need to do right now is to educate themselves about this disease and that it, we live with it every day. It's among us, and people don't realize that there are people walking around with Lyme disease. They're very ill. They've been told that they have other things and being treated maybe for the wrong things. But also the terrible thing that tends to happen is that you know, they're told that it's in their head. The last, the last stop is the psychiatrist. And now they're getting addicted to painkillers to kill the pain of having Lyme. So now we have a whole addiction problem associated with Lyme disease because that's the last stop is the psychiatrist and you get oxycodone or something to medicate. And so I you know, have a lot of people that I've met that uh, are, have an addiction problem on top of the Lyme disease. So it's, it's, just a, it's sort of a mess, as you can tell. But I have noticed that, that, that what is, uh, where the hope is in this situation are people like me or like you or uh, like Ronnie who recognize the problem and who are talking about it and who are speaking about it and sharing this knowledge. And that is what I've noticed just on this small island in Martha's Vineyard, that so many people have been infected here, I think, um, and they just live with it and pretend it's not there. And we even have a name for it. It's called Lyme Denial. <laughs> and they walk around in denial that they've got this illness. And I think finally people are starting to talk about it here uh, for the first time. Yeah. And that gives, and, and that will um, bring attention to this disease. That will help people um, in Washington maybe pay more attention to get more research funds. And, and also there's a whole political story behind this disease that needs to be resolved. And with the CDC and the IDSA, and I think that once this top is blown off of this um, disease, that finally people are going to be able to get the proper help that they need. But for right now, you have to be your own advocate, and you have to fight and educate yourself. And uh, believe me, when your 11-year-old daughter can't get out of bed and nobody can tell you what's wrong with her, you become an advocate really fast, like I did. I know. Right? Right. I know. And you know what's so interesting? And let's talk about this. Um, there yeah. are some misconceptions about Lyme, yeah. and I want to talk about them. I sure. think the greatest misconception is 
that it's a chronic disease, but it is a terminal disease mm-hmm. because people can die from it every moment. As a matter of fact, in the film, yeah. you know, under our skin, one of the characters, the woman from Minnesota, yeah. was on her way to Seattle uh, to meet with uh, a naturopath here uh, who actually is specializes in Lyme. Mm-hmm. And um, she had planned her flight to come here, and it was in December. She was to come in January. And before she got here, she went to sleep one night and didn't wake up because people don't really understand the part about Lyme that you just talked about. And I want to go back to that point. Okay. And that point is how, um, how these, these little critters can get into your brain. They can get into your heart. And yeah, in her cardiac, case, apparently, right. yeah. It's called right. cardiac Lyme. Yeah. That's what the right. name of it is. And um, if you mention that to a cardiologist, most cardiologists will say, what are you talking about? Right. I don't know what that is. Right. Well, it exists, and these spirochetes do get into your heart, and I happen to be one of those persons that have mm-hmm. cardiac Lyme. And it's been getting better and better, but it's been taken, it takes a lot longer when it get, does get to your heart. It's in kind of advanced stages. Right. But, um, you know, you just have to keep working at it and keep seeking out the treatments and finding the right doctor that you mm-hmm. trust. Right. And it usually is, like, like Dr. Ronnie says, you have to get an array of people around you, a naturopath, a Lyme literate doctor, um, someone who's going to help you change your diet and understand how that's so important. Um, in the, in this, this multi-model, basically integrated approach to treating this disease and, and all chronic diseases, not just Lyme. But I think this integration of the antibiotics and the herbal treatments and the herbal antibiotics, and then you have to know how to detox and get these spirochetes out of your system once they have been killed. And this is a cycle that continues like the peeling of an onion. You will, you will get some of the spirochetes the first time, but you won't get them all. And they hide in three different areas in your system. They can go in intercellular, outer cellular, and in your bloodstream. And they can just plant themselves in anywhere they want to. And, and when the antibiotics come in, they hide. They're smart. And you, you know, know what the it's a smart thing bug. Is, and I want, you to, I want to ask you this question. Yeah. Because this, this is what I see. The saddest thing is, is when you're killing the, you know, uh, the line, mm-hmm. and, and people get what's called a healing crisis, and they get worse. They mm-hmm. feel worse. No one's educating and explaining to them what's going on. Mm-hmm. They don't understand the process of the detoxification that happens when you even go on antibiotics or any type of, of um, long-term care um, uh, health protocol. You're yep. going to have these exacerbations and remission periods. But when they go into exacerbation, they feel that and they abandon their program. Mm. So there needs to be a lot of education about what's going on when the body actually releases the toxic lime into the bloodstream. Right. We have, and that's my job is to help them to not only neutralize it out of their bloodstream, but to heal their, their colon and, and to repair their brain and to repair their cardiac and, and their joints and all of these organs that are, that are being um, in disrepair because of the disease. Right. So you have to put back the good nutrition and build your immune system up so that you, when you have to take that next antibiotic dosage, that you're, you're already at a safe place and you're not in a debilitated state because sometimes when you're in a debilitated state, you can't go nowhere else but down. 
Yep. So there needs to be a lot of education around that. And we talked a lot about the pain medication that these people are on. It's almost, it's almost criminal because it's hard for someone like me to help someone that's loaded up with medication, pain medication. Some of them are on anti-anxiety drugs, on depression drugs. I'm trying to get to them. And, you know, Dr. Holler and I talked about this today. Sometimes I'm not talking to the whole person. Because I can't penetrate their brain enough for them to help me to help them, so it's a it's a horrible disease, and it needs to be said and it needs to be talked about a lot because we need for people to trust that there is some hope out there. But until we can get to the core of why they feel the way they feel to help them to understand, I can help you feel better so that you can help yourself. Well, you know, let's take a let's take a short break because when we come back, you know, what I'd like to do um, is bring people, you know, to the current state of affairs right here. And what I mean by that is, you know, to talk about what what are some of the things you need to know about um, what are the what are the what are the things you need to be able to ask your doctor for. Um, as and this is one of these diseases. It kind of reminds me of of breast cancer uh, when breast cancer really came to the forefront. And women came together to, uh, you know, to say, I'm going to be asking these questions. I want to know about this. I mean, this is a point in time where folks need to know what are the things to look for, what are some of the tests that are out there for Lyme, which ones work, which ones don't, and how do you actually get treatment? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. The root cause of disease is not what you think. Doctors are treating the symptoms, not the root cause, because they haven't been trained to do so. Dr. Alex Lloyd has developed a simple technique that has saved thousands of people from lives of frustrating and debilitating illnesses. This technique has been featured on national broadcast and cable television in People, Time, and USA Today. If you are ready to heal and tired of being treated, visit DrAlexHealingCodes.com, where you will find free life-changing information. I was dealing with anxiety and depression, and nothing seemed to help me. Then I started to work with Dr. Schaub's Breakthrough Program. In just a few sessions, he helped me to finally understand and heal the deeper root cause of my challenges. As a result, I feel more centered and confident than ever before. And now I have the tools which will continue to support me throughout my life's journey. Dr. Schaub's approach has changed my life. Hello, I'm Dr. Friedman Schaub, and I work with people across the globe to help them break through anxiety and depression and access their true potential. If you are ready to bring back confidence, joy, and meaning in your life, call us to schedule a free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. That's 866-903-6463. Or visit our website at CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. I'm Dr. Pat Basile, the host of The Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Let me help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that value all life on earth and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let our listeners choose you. 
Join the buzz and be the buzz. Sponsor the Dr. Pat Show. Call me at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. We all want deeper, more intimate relationships. But how do we create successful relationships and maintain strong connections? Peter King has some real answers. Author of The Monogamy Challenge, Creating and Keeping Intimacy, Peter is one of the original breath workers and relationship trainers with over 30 years experience. Breathe, relax, or create intimacy and keep it thriving. Visit PeterKane.org or contact Peter Kane at 425-802-2050. Licensed psychotherapist Kathy DeBono now offers her services through private sessions over secure online video chat or voice-only phone calls if you prefer. You can even choose to use instant messenger or email exchange. Go to kathyisin.com to learn more about licensed psychotherapist Kathy DeBono and how she and her unique brand of intuitive counseling can help you achieve the change you want to see in your life. kathyisin.com Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. For more about us, go to drpatlive.com or go to transformationtalkradio.com. Um, uh, you know, Dr. Ronnie, uh, Dr. Holler, Holler, I have a question. Uh, before we get to the question, I want to stop for a minute and let everyone know, uh, first of all, Dr. Ronnie, how they can find out more about you. And for those of you out there, we're giving away uh, copies of Dr. Ronnie's book, uh, as well, you can call into the show one eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine. So, Dr. Ronnie, first you, and then Dr. Haller, then you. Yeah, right. Very good. Go to www.mbmformarthavforvineyard.com, and that's where I have the health retreat. Uh, you can always follow me on Twenty One Pounds in Twenty One Days. We've got ten thousand fans out there learning how to cleanse their body, detox their body. And then the other thing is, is that I have a new book coming out in November, um, but I'd like to give away a copy of my old book, which is a New York Times bestseller, which teaches you how to cleanse your body. And the new book is going to be about how to stay there, how to stay healthy, and how to stay clean. Great. And then if you want to uh, talk to me, I am writing a book, a handbook on Lyme disease. Um, we are, uh, the website is being built right now, so it's, not, it's there, but it's MV Lyme. Uh, is the is the website and also the number if you need to call is five zero eight six nine three eighteen forty six for the clinic and if anybody needs to ask us any questions we're very good at trying to help you find a referral source near you a uh, proper doctor and help to you know uh, link you up with the the proper help that you might need um, and we're we're pretty good at understanding who's a good doctor and who's not the best doctors in Lyme disease we know that pretty well now. Good. Well, and one of the things I want to say to everybody out there, um, if you want to find out about the film that we are referring to, mm-hmm. it's called Under Our Skin. The website is underourskin.com. Now, they do try to keep this website up to date as best they can, um, but this has been, you know, the funding for this film and what they've had to do has really been a grassroots effort. Um, but you will get to find and meet some of the most interesting people, including Dr. Charles Ray Jones, a 79-year-old Connecticut 
pediatrician who treated more than 10,000 children with Lyme disease over the course of his career, who was put under a microscope, um, who was sued, uh, medical bills piling up. I mean, this man put his life on the line to save these children. He's a, he's uh, a saint, is what he he's is. He's a saint. And, he is and a I, saint. We actually ran to Dr. Jones after we saw the movie. Thank God someone put that movie in my hand. Uh, oh three three years ago, because it saved our lives, and I took my daughter, my 11-year-old daughter at the time, right to see Dr. Charles Ray Jones, and he got her well. I can't believe it, and he's the most amazing, one of the most amazing doctors I have ever met in my entire life, and he is so dedicated to helping the children. And there is not another pediatrician that I can recommend except him, if you can believe that. Yeah, yeah, and uh, th- and thanks to the funds that uh, people have been donating for his defense, yeah. uh, he's been able to continue to help children. You know, we talked about courage early on and becoming spokespeople uh, for uh, this mm-hmm. disease, even when many of us at the time didn't know much about it. Uh, right. But I want to uh, ask you uh, about the testing, because this is the yep. thing that really, if I didn't have my naturopath who had an alternative test, I, I'm not sure I would be here right now. Um, this is a so major. Let's talk about this. Yeah, I'm so glad you brought it up because this is a major piece of the puzzle, you know, when you're trying to figure out what to do. And I always say the first step is to, if you keep coming back negative from the hospital test, which is the same Western blot that's used throughout the country, which has been basically altered because of limericks, the um, uh, vaccine for Lyme, which didn't work, they, they tried about six years ago. They took out about five bands out of the Western blot that they use on the national test now in all hospitals, and they never put those five Lyme bands back in. So the problem being is that this test in, is, is, this test in the hospitals isn't adequate, and it really is only correct about 50% of the time. So the first thing I always do, and this is, this is true for all of us, by the way, we all came back negative on that test several times, and it wasn't until someone said to me, you've got to send your blood to Palo Alto, California, to IGNX Laboratories, and their number is 800-832-3200, and this is a specific Lyme lab for Lyme and co-infections. For, so for all the co-infections, they'll test for as, as well. And they're very well respected. And once you get, um, hopefully, uh, you'll get a proper diagnosis and uh, a um, uh, proper, um, you know, um, you'll find somebody that can read these tests. But the other problem is that you have to go to your doctor in your area to have these tests. You can't send them in yourself. You, they send you a kit in the mail. They'll FedEx you. Um, a kit and, and in a FedEx package that will be FedEx back. But you have to take it to um, a doctor to basically sign off on this test. And a blood lab, if they don't take your blood at the doctor's clinic, then they have to take your blood at the blood lab and then they'll send it in for you. But you have to find a doctor who can read these tests. In Martha's Vineyard, they didn't have a doctor here that could read this test. And so I went around and I found one that was willing to learn. And we've, I found one here, and he was able to call IGNX Laboratories. They taught him uh, how to read the test. Dr. Jerry Yukovich is his name. And he, thank God, was open enough to learning how to read these tests. And now, you know, we've got somebody on the island that can read them. 
um, they were misread before that. So it's very common to have a doctor say, yes, I know how to read them, and they really don't know how. So you really have to be very cautious about this situation. Um, if they are not willing to learn, then you have to go to find a Lyme literate doctor who does know how to read the test. And that's why I can't stress enough. The wonderful thing about finding a doctor that knows about Lyme is that when you walk in, you feel like you're finally in the right place and you finally feel like you can trust this doctor. Otherwise, you're going to bounce from doctor to doctor to doctor to doctor of all different sorts and sizes, and they just, they just are not educated about Lyme disease. And I think that one of the best things that I can say that when we were so relieved when we walked in and found, we found Dr. Richard Horowitz in Hyde Park, New York, which I feel is one of the best Lyme doctors in the United States, um, and yes, they are expensive. That's the downside, and you have to be careful with your money because you can plow through your savings easily with this disease. But the good thing is, is that if you research your state, if you take enough time to research the Lyme doctors in your state, you can probably find one of the, one or two that will take your insurance. And there are two in Massachusetts that we have found that will take insurance, and so it doesn't break the bank. You just have to do your homework. You have to research. Or if you can't find your way, you give us a call and we'll help you research it. But you, they exist. They're out there. Um, if, you, if funds are not an issue, uh, then you would automatically just go to one of these Lyme literate doctors. Um, it's expensive the first uh, session that you see them, but they spend three hours with you. I mean, what doctor spends three hours in the, in the first visit? Well, these doctors do because they, they know that it's important to get the entire picture and history of what has been going on with you because there usually is a history involved with Lyme disease and what you've been struggling with and how it's changed through the years. So, you know, one is, of the things yeah. I, it is, one of the things I want to say, especially yeah. about the state of Washington right now, mm -hmm. is that, you know, if you saw the movie Under Our, Our Skin, you also got to see that uh, Dr. Klinghart was in that movie. And, yeah. you, you know, I, I mean... He's Washington a very good State. doctor. Yeah. A absolutely. And he is completely out of the box, right? Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Yes, yeah. he is. And he's one of the best as far as Lyme disease goes. And I did, actually met him at the conference, at the ILADS conference last year. And he's a remarkable man. He really is. And he has come up with some wonderful things. The reason why these Lyme doctors are so good at what they do is this is all they've studied for the last 25 years. And usually they, they have been studying for 20 to 25 years is Lyme disease. And they are good, let me tell you. They've got it down. If you go to the right Lyme doctor, it is worth every penny that you spend in the sense that if you can spend it, spend it. It is not a waste of money. Now, if you go to someone who doesn't know what they're doing and tells you that they do know, that's, that, those are the things you have to be careful of. You have to be careful of people that say, I know what I'm doing about Lyme disease, but they don't have a reputation behind it. All you have to do is check them out through ILADS, which is that international Lyme disease uh, association, and go to their website, and they'll be listed. You know, who are the better Lyme doctors and who are uh, that you'll, you'll be able to tell. So, uh, okay, so let's give out that website so people have that. Okay. So basically it is ILADS, and I'm trying to find the website. But, you know, while I'm doing that, I would like to say that um, there are like, several books that are really good on Lyme disease that you might want to 
that people might want to look at. One oh, of them tell is us called, about those. Yeah, one is called Cure Unknown by Pamela Weintraub. The other one is called Coping with Lyme Disease by Denise Lang, and that's with Dr. Kenneth Liegner, who is a very good Lyme doctor as well. And um, that's a good book. And then there's a really other good book called Healing Lyme, which is Stephen Herod Bruner, B-U-H-N-E-R, and he really developed something called the Bruner Protocol, which is an herbal remedy for Lyme that a lot of people that are allergic to antibiotics or that can't handle antibiotics um, turn to this book called Healing Lyme to try and help them figure out that whole situation. But again, I have to say that, you know, you, you need guidance through this. This is a hard thing to try and figure out on your own. It's not the easiest thing. And the ILADS website, which I'm trying to find here. It's, it's ILADS.org, I-L-A-D-S dot org. Yeah, did you find yeah. it? Great. Yes. Thank yeah, you. Let's I take need... a minute and talk about some of the treatments that are out there that people should be aware of. Because, you know, if you go to a doctor uh, that really does know what you're doing, in, in the state of Washington, Dr. Darvish, of course, is seeing, I, I believe, uh, one of the largest uh, patient list of Lyme, uh, and I believe I was actually her first. Okay. And so, you know, in the scheme of things, when your doctor, you know, is is looking at uh, some of these things, there are some new treatments, and I would love to talk about that mm-hmm. so that people know if your doctor says, you know, you may need a hydrogen peroxide drip or colloidal silver, mm-hmm. you don't think, wow. That's That's a very good point. So let's talk about some of these. Dr. Roddy, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, you know, I, I and I and believe me, since the epidemic has been growing, I've gotten clients from all over the country and even some come out of the country and, and they they're well versed in some of these treatments and uh Hydrogen peroxide, as as a matter of fact, is not so rare anymore when it comes to something so complicated as as Lyme disease. Also, a doctor may want to do something called transfer factor. Um, That's a natural immunotherapy agent that's working very well with some of these types of um, uh, conditions like Lyme. Another one that that I've been really doing a lot of here is um, another, uh, uh, it's called ambrotosis something that really helps the immune system. It's just a, a powerful thymic protein um, that's made out of mushroom that really helps the immune system. A lot of these adjunct therapies are basically about the immune system. And like I was saying before, because you're probably going to get a heavy dose of antibiotic. And it's the antibiotic that's going to decrease your immune response to other therapies. So then doctors are telling you to do a probiotic, but not just any probiotic. Um, they've got some really good, powerful strains of probiotics out there that have about 50 billion units. I mean, these are the types of things you want to do, and um, by all means, you have to make sure right. that you digest your food really well because no matter what you do, if you don't digest your food well, then you're going to be compromised. And I tell people to do great, very powerful, strong enzymatic therapy. Right. Right, but, you know, let's talk about this because you're not going to get antibiotics. Uh, I don't know about what's going on in your neck of the woods, but I'll tell you, out here, you're not going to get antibiotics because they don't recognize chronic Lyme. Wow, that is that you're going to get. 
That's well, crazy. You know, I can't let, let it. Kind of, well, let me kind of finish the conversation. Wow. You're going to get antibiotics if at least you can show up with the little tick bite ring going on. <laughs> oh, but, you know, oh, my God. Oh, no. That's a very sad story. What I'm trying to say to you ladies is yeah. that uh, you're not going to find the antibiotic treatment um, or Jeez. protocol in the doctor's office in, in, in I'm going to say, in the western part of the country, so to speak. But you will find uh, more alternative um, treatments mm-hmm. like uh, rice or frequency uh, rice technology or mm-hmm. colloidal silver mm-hmm. or now this thing where you... Um, you know, you take your blood and you purify it uh, through, um, uh, what is it, ultraviolet light. I mean, there are a lot of things that you'll find here, but my experience is you are not going to find anybody giving you antibiotics, ladies. I am in shock about that. Uh, yeah, I mean, what, yeah. does Dr. Klinghart not use antibiotics? You know, I don't know what he does, but it, yeah. it is, I'm, I'm, Dr. Klinghart is like one doctor. Okay, the right? only one Dr. that Hart you... Is one doctor. But, that you like out there, yeah. Yeah, we're talking about doctors. Like when you guys say antibiotics, uh-huh. right? You're talking right. about doctors, right? Right. Lots doctors. Well, you're you're, you're absolutely right, and and you know what? And, and it brings us back. I mean, we I think we're so proactive, Doctor Holler and I, that we just think that you know that has gone as further than it is. It really is. But you know what? You're probably right. You're in the real world, and I think that. Um, you know, and I, I talked to someone the other day about the bull's eye rash, and you know what? They're they're not finding the bull's. Forget the bull's eye yeah. rash. Forget that. Oh, That's not showing school. up. It's yeah. not no. showing up. And no. Lines all over the place. No, I never had one. My daughter never had one. My husband. Yeah. Most of the people in my life support group never had a rash. Yeah. And I'd say that like eighty five percent of and the people. And they're still asking you. These doctors are yeah. saying, "Well, did you have the rash?" And, um, yeah. you know, so I, I understand what you're saying, Dr. Pat, but the therapies that I am doing, and I know a lot of naturopathics are doing, are is colloidal sil- silver and, mm-hmm. and infrared and, and, of course, detoxification and some of these immunotherapy types of um, agents like transfer factor, ambrotocin, and things like that. And, and, and by all means, I, I think that people have to detox their body. You just have to because it's no longer, you know, um, something that you do in lieu of. It's something that you do prior to going on some of these really toxic types of medications. And then you have to do it again after the toxic medications. And But the other thing that people have to understand is that you have to put into your body good nutrition, like one of the... One of the main symptoms that Lyme people have is uh, inflammation, generalized inflammation. And you can help inflammation with fish oils. These are things that you can put in your life every single day. And um, and you can start these kinds of things right now. It's not something that you have to wait for. You can go and buy probiotics, and you can do that every single day. You could take food enzymes every single day. You could take a green drink every single day. And I find that if once you start this protocol at that level, you will feel better so that you can be able to tolerate some of the other types of treatment. I have one Lyme patient. She goes into an oxygen chamber. You know, that's a huge, huge expense. Like, I think it's like thousands to do that. But um, what about just drinking mm-hmm. oxygenated water? I mm-hmm. mean, I, can, I teach my clients how to drink hydrogen food-grade hydrogen. 
peroxide water that, that, that's almost as good as an oxygen chamber if you do it right and if you're being followed by the right doctor. So there's a lot of adjunct types of therapies out there that some of the Lyme patients can start doing right now. Yeah, and I think that a good, um, you know, uh, I'm going to look into this and see what's on the West Coast now. You've, now you have me curious about this. And well, I'm going to get I back mean, to you on that. About the, are there any Lyme litter doctors <laughs> over there I would recommend? I'm going to look into that now. But I'm well, just saying you, that, yeah, I would like you to look into that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm talking going about to. the Pacific Northwest, not California. Yeah. You know, yeah. because, yep. yeah. I'm we going to look into it and get back to you on that. Yeah, we because don't have I think to that, they must exist. Somebody must be out there. And if not, then it's worth it to come east, you know, to see a doctor that's here right. that knows what they're doing. I hate to say it's a plane ticket. You know, it's worth it. Well, that's what you know, to come here. And, they hop and, on the um, plane in a minute all day. Let me, yeah, let me just I, myself. Let me yeah. just say something. We I have know. some of the best doctors here treating uh-huh. Lyme disease. Okay. Um, but we don't have, uh, and I will tell you, we have them completely natural and holistic. What we don't have is this thing that you guys mentioned. First of all, the acknowledgement of chronic Lyme. You know right. everybody uh, knows what the guidelines say, that there is no such thing, correct? Yeah, they're, but they're actually acknowledging it. But, but you're, 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 there's, there's a real sense of denial more on the West Coast than the East Coast because people Absolutely. here, I mean, my, I have to tell you that I have Blue Cross Blue Shield, Massachusetts. They're covering all my Lyme, Lyme expenses, and I'm down as chronic Lyme. And they're even covering an out-of-state doctor in New York, you know, in New York, where I go to see the Lyme doctor. So the insurance companies here are kind of, like, uh, um, more accepting, I think, of the chronic Lyme diagnosis. I mean, they're You're accepting it and right. they're reimbursing. Yeah. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Because mm-hmm. when you go look at the emphasis on this, there isn't anybody on the planet that would deny that in the Northeast, and I'm not even talking about the Southeast, mm-hmm. in the Northeast, yeah. That this is this is dom- it's a dominant factor. Yeah. As you go across to the Midwest, and then you come ultimately to the West Coast. I mean, you saw the film under our skin. You know, you saw that one of the founders of that film was from California. He couldn't get anybody to pay attention to him. <laughs> I know it's just it's shocking to me. You know that that's still going on there. And, it, and for some reason, and I'm not sure why, maybe there's just more, maybe more reported cases here, or maybe it started here. We know it started in Lyme, Connecticut, apparently, of uh, the first reported cases, and it was only thought to be in the New, New England states, right. you know, that they were only acknowledging it in the New England states. Right. Um, maybe that has something to do with it. But I think the people, what people haven't realized still is that somehow these ticks have been able to infiltrate every state right. <laughs> in the United States now. And it's so funny when I hear somebody say, well, there aren't ticks in Florida. Exactly. Well, I just came from the ILAS conference and talked to, like, five doctors from Florida who said, we are inundated with ticks, you know. Yes. So you get these mixed stories That's from everybody. Right. And Texas is bad, and I've heard that out west is bad, too. So, I mean, I, uh, I think that it's either that I don't know what's going on that people are not reporting these cases or why they're not reporting the cases or why they're not being tracked, but it is definitely a problem in every state now, and, and I don't understand why that is not being acknowledged. I don't well, let's this. do part two, ladies. I want to invite you back to do part two, because there's a lot we did not cover. And in the meantime, let's do a little bit, let's do a lot of homework, and when we come back, we'll pick up part two. What a great show. Thank you both for joining me here. Wow. 
Uh, thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. We'll see you next time, and we promise we will do part two on this. We'll, we'll see you next time on the show. Transformation Talk Radio offer a positive and new paradigm shift, a new vision for a collective future. They are empowering and helping all of us experience a powerful wave of personal shifts and cultural change as we break through to even greater levels of awareness. Take down our toll-free number, 1-800-930-2819. Call in, connect, Make sure you tap into some of the world's most empowering psychics, healers, and more. Get an on-air reading with the best. Tune in. TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hey, everybody. We'll see you there. Hey, everyone. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Don't touch that dial. We'll be beginning a brand new show at the top of the hour with one of our amazing hosts, Transformation Talk Radio. Talk radio to change the world. Transformation Talk Radio is designed to attract people like you and like me. Millions of people across the globe are looking to up-level their lives. If you have a message and want to take it out on Transformation Talk Radio, make sure you give us a call, 1-800-930-2819, or send an email to host at transformationtalkradio.com and get ready to host your own show on one of the fastest-growing transformative networks in the world. Transformation Talk Radio. Transformation.